What's up, guys? Welcome back to Oz Hoopers TV, the weekly drop. Happy Halloween. By the time this drops, it'll be Tuesday. We are currently recording on Monday night. Before we start, we appreciate you guys joining us. Make sure you guys are following us on all the socials at Oz Hoopers TV and whatever podcast streaming platform you guys are streaming on. Very weird week of the NBL. Definitely the strangest round so far, round five. Um, I think there was about six up upsets out of the eight games. Uh, we'll, we'll go through round five of the NBL. We'll go through the start of the NBA season. It's been a great start to the season. A few ups and downs. We'll touch on those. Um, a few of the Aussie guys and their movements around the league. Um, and then we'll wrap up the episode with a few more things. First of all, the NBL round five. I'll go through the upsets that I think happened. Uh, the Adelaide 36ers took down the New Zealand Breakers uh, to start the round. I thought that was an upset. Illawarra upset Cairns. I thought Illawarra would definitely going to lose that one. Uh, Melbourne United loss, uh, beat the Jack Jumpers. I thought the Jack Jumpers have a much better roster this year. I know the records might not match up, but I was expecting Jack Jumpers to win that one. United came home with the win. Bullets beat Perth. Uh, I thought Perth would come away with this one. They're on a bit of, they're on like a four game losing streak at the moment. I thought they'd definitely come away with the uh, the depleted bullets with no Aaron Baines or Shannon Scott. Uh, the Breakers lost to Southeast. You can argue against that one. Um, the, the Breakers have lost a few in a row, but uh, I'd, get, I'd probably give that one to Southeast slightly. But I, I could hear an argument for Breakers. Cairns upset the Kings, <laughs> uh, which is a pretty big win. I thought the Kings were, were on a big, big roll, um, and the Cairns upset them after losing to Illawarra. Um, and then the Bullets beat Tasmania at home. Still no Shannon Scott, still no Aaron Baines, and got the job done against the Jack Jumpers, who took an, a loss earlier this round. So I don't think Kyle did too well on his tips this week, but he's looking to bounce back next round. Hopefully the same doesn't happen. If we look at the NBL ladder, the top six sit as Melbourne, Southeast Melbourne, Cairns, Sydney Kings, Tasmania Jack Jumpers, and the Brisbane Bullets. And the bottom four is Adelaide, Perth, Illawarra, and the New Zealand Breakers. Now, I think the New Zealand Breakers won't sit at last. That's kind of the most evident thing to me. And I don't think Perth are going to sit at eight for too much longer. Who knows, though? Perth have been really underperforming. So if they don't make the four, it won't be a huge surprise to me at this point. Um, but I think, you know, the, the talent on that team should push them higher on the ladder. Breakers, I think the the trip to the States hurt them a little bit. They've been 0-2 since they've got back. Bit of a Bit of a tough sort of journey for them. Um, but they've definitely got the talent. I think Moody or Modi uh, has said that they're going to fight um, and they're going to bounce back. So I'm going to I'm going to trust him. I think they've got a good team, and I think they'll get back on track soon. Looking at the top of the table, Southeast look like they bounced back. I think me and Kyle both had them third or fourth in our preseason predictions. Um, Kansas sitting pretty well, only three wins and two losses though. And Melbourne United eight and one is pretty. It's pretty impressive. We'll see if that continues, but. NBL's looking all right to to begin the season. I'm enjoying the games, and hopefully there's not as many upsets next week uh, compared to, to compared to the week just past. Uh, the NBA just begun. A few of the Aussies have moved around before the season started. Dorp Reef, he was waived by Portland, which was a bit confusing, and then signed to a two-way contract. So I think he will move between the Portland Trailblazers and their G League affiliate, um, which is good to see. I think Dorp earned it. Uh, he had a great, great he had a gr really good preseason. And if he wasn't sitting behind Rob Williams and DeAndre Ayton, I think he'd be I think he'd be a roster spot for them. Uh, and hopefully he can prove it in the G League, and hopefully he can get some minutes on that NBA team. Uh, this Xavier Cooks was waived by the Wizards, unfortunately. 
Uh, I don't know if he's still, I don't know if the contract's guaranteed for his four years. Uh, not too good to see. I don't think Cooks is a G League player. I was listening to someone else talk about it, um, which which will be interesting to see. If he comes back to the NBL, I think the Kings will grab him. If they need to drop someone, I don't know, based on salary caps. But they said no matter what, Olgan reported that he will be a Sydney King if he comes back here. Whether he goes to the Euro League, whether he plays for the G League, for the Capital City Go-Go, which is the Wizards G League affiliate, I'm not too sure, but Cooks definitely is one to look out for on where he plays this season. Jack White was drafted to the G League after being waived by the Thunder. He was drafted first in the G League draft. Um, and then once he was drafted by the Mavericks, he was traded to the Lakers G League team. Uh, and he'll play with uh, Scottie Pippen Jr. and a few other names over there on the Lakers squad. Big news to Jack White, he killed it on the Nuggets team. Uh, last year in the G League, he was putting up about 22 a game. So pretty big pickup for the Lakers G League team. And I think he's going to kill it and hopefully earn his way back into an NBA spot. Uh, the NBA season to start, uh, I'm just going to quickly touch on a few things that have been kind of standing out to me. Zach Levine, uh, he had a massive game last game. To be completely honest, the first two games he was underperforming uh, quite big. So against Detroit, against the Detroit Pistons, uh, they lost the game. Um, he had four boards, 51 points. Uh, he had seven threes from 13 attempts. But the games before that, uh, in the win to Toronto, he had eight points, five boards, one assist. Um, and in the loss to OKC, a 20-point loss, he had 16 points, four boards, three assists, four for 16 from the field. Uh, he was shooting 25% from the field in that game. And then the Toronto game, he shot 21%. Did turn it on against Detroit, though. So hopefully we see a change in Zach Levine's game. Trey Young has been really disappointing to compare to, compare to what I think he has potential of doing. I think he's shooting something crazy this year to start the season. I think he's shooting 26.5%. And from three, he's shooting 27%. Uh, he's still averaging 20 and 10 on bad splits. Uh, which is pretty impressive, but um, Atlanta currently sit uh, one and two, and he isn't helping a great ton. The assists are coming in, nine assists, 12 assists, 11 assists, um, but the field goals, five for 14, four for 16, four for 19. Um, so he hasn't got it clicking yet. I think he's known for starting the season rough, so hopefully he can flick the switch a little bit, but those two players are kind of sticking out to me. Uh, other than that, the, the Indiana Pacers have, have gotten two big wins. Uh, Detroit looks very dominant. Uh, the Denver Nuggets look unreal with three wins and zero losses. The Dallas Mavericks sit 2-0. Um, I know Bailey wasn't a huge fan of the Dallas Mavericks, so we'll see how that take goes. They're currently sitting 2-0. Uh, but other than that, Memphis have, have started 0-3. Not too great. Obviously, they're missing Jar and Adams. Uh, but they're going to have to find a way to get some wins on the board because 30 games is a bit too long to wait. Golden State have looked really good. They started 0-1, and even then I thought they outplayed the Suns, but since then I've gotten two big wins. And another, just one more thing that has stu stood out to me pretty quite a lot is the Bucks just losing The Bucks just losing by 17 to the Hawks. They were down a lot more than that throughout the game. Trey Young still, like I said before, not shooting great splits, and they got the job done. Dame had an absolute shocker, and it was in Milwaukee. Um, so a bit of a weird win uh, for the Hawks. Milwaukee play the Miami Heat tomorrow. A bit of a rivalry between those two, two teams as of late. Kind of keen to see how that game goes for the Milwaukee Bucks. Other than that, uh, one more thing I will touch on before we wrap up this episode is that Alex Tui 
has been balling for the Sydney Kings. Uh, his game logs as of late, 14 points, nine boards, uh, 18 points, three boards, three steals. The game before that, he had 12 points, five boards, and the game before that, 13 points, seven rebounds, all in around 20 minutes of gameplay. Coming in as his first year against, you know, pros on one of the championship rosters in the Sydney Kings, I think that's very impressive. He's averaging 12 points, five boards on 46% from the field. Things are looking up for Alex Tui. I don't know. I don't know what his draft stock's looking like. I don't know if the G League is on the um, tables. I presume so if the NBA is. Um, but things are looking good for the Sydney Kings next star. And I'm keen to keep an eye on him as the rounds go on. Uh, we'll wrap it up there. Thank you guys so much for joining us this week. Quick episode. Just wanted to touch on the NBL and the NBA to start the season. Uh, we've got Fiery Fridays coming up this week and Kyle's round six predictions. So make sure you tune into our socials and follow us on whatever podcast streaming platform you guys are listening on. Uh, We appreciate it, and we'll catch you next time.